to the Talking Irons podcast. My name is Jack Hobbs and I'm joined as always by my co-host Ethan. How are you, Ethan? Uh, I'm good, mate. It's been a while, but uh, I'm good. Uh, Premier League season is back tonight as uh, Arsenal take on Brentford, but most important fixture of the week as always, it's West Ham versus Newcastle on Sunday. Way back, the Premier League's back. It's going to be a good season, I think, and we'll discuss that on today's episode. Yeah, mate. It's um, yeah, as you said, that's been a while, hasn't it? Um, yeah, looking forward to the new season. Uh, not happy with the transfer window, but as I said, we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, so should we talk about preseason first? Get that out of the way, and then we'll move on from there. Yeah, sounds good to me. Um, we've had a quite a good preseason, really, haven't we? We've we've gone unbeaten. Um, yeah, and we've, fi- uh, we've wrapped it up with a nice 2-1 win over Atalanta in the Bet Wake Cup, meaning we've won the most prestigious trophy in Europe. Let's I go. Bet. Finally, like the sixth time of asking. Yeah, we've um, won it two out of six times. So another trophy for the cabinet. Um, yeah, football is coming home to West Ham. But yeah, um, lovely way to wrap up a really good, really, a really, really good preseason. Um, I was there at the game. I don't think you were, were you? No, I was too busy working. Yeah, I was at the game. It was really nice. There was good atmosphere going. Everyone actually belted bubbles out because it was most people's first game back in over over a year, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. And you first mentioned- goal scored by Mikhail Antonio. That was just before half time, I think. And then we got a second. Yeah, through Pablo Fornells in the second half, which sealed the win for us. Two assists by Saeed Benrahma, who, by the way, had a phenomenal preseason. Scored a belter against Brentford the uh, game before that. And, um, yeah, looks to... looks to he's, Hopefully, he can carry this form straight into the Premier League season because, yeah, he's going to need to. And the fact that we've actually come into this season unbeaten pre-season is unheard of. Yeah. And I'm just looking, we've been we've now gone 10 games, including the last two games. No, 11 games, including the last three, unbeaten now. Yeah. We're unbeaten in the last 11 games, whether that's friendlies or towards the back end of last season, when we drew right and beat West Brom and beat Southampton. Yeah. I think looking at that on paper sets us in good stead for the season ahead. Definitely, definitely. Even though the fact that we've, not made as many transfers as we hoped, still indicates that we've had a good pre-season. And hopefully if we get yeah. those plays in the door that we need, and we'll talk about that later, yeah, then this season could be a good one for West Ham United. Definitely. Like you said, like we've had a phenomenal pre-season. It's just a shame that the two Muppets in charge haven't replicated that in the transfer window. Um I think, speaking of that, we can just get on to that now, can't we? It's um, It's been a shambles, to be quite honest with you. It's been disappointing, underwhelming, irritating, you name it. Anything negative that you can say, that's been our window. Like It's, it's just been so lacklustre and it's really disappointing given all the positive news that was coming out of the club towards the start of the season, saying... Moyes wants to get deals done early. We want a striker in really early so he can get the entire preseason under his belt. I don't know who that striker is yet because he's not turned up. We've not bid for him. Um, 
that might be for next year. He might he might always might be a profit. He might have been predicting all of that for last year, or sorry, the year before. But yeah, uh, <laughs> we've just, sorry. just not. Yeah, I know it's funny, isn't it? Like we just don't. Yeah, we've completely completely messed it up, and the owners. Are comp- I think I think there's two two things that are to blame here. I think obviously the owners of one, they're not giving Moyes what he wants. They're not, they're, they're mucking around too much on the deals. And then the second one, I, I think some blame has to go to Moyes for this because he said he was committed to this club. Yeah. He signed his new deal and then accepted a job offer from UEFA, like to work at the Euros. So he wasn't at the club. He was working at the Euros, wasn't working at West Ham, getting deals over the line. So we had to wait until after the Euros for deals to get done. And we've got one loan signing over the over the line, which we'll speak about in a minute. But other than that, nothing's happened. Like we've been chasing, edging closer, targeting. Oh, it's been so frustrating. I think you I think everyone feels the same. What what are your opinions on it? Do you agree that I think Moyes and the board are to blame for this? Yeah, I agree. Um, I think a lot of hate's gone towards the board recently and I think obviously we'll talk about it in a bit but the interest from obviously high capital and stuff obviously yeah. we've had a few statements this week I haven't read them as much as probably what you have yeah, uh, due to work but I think the fact that we haven't had any transfers in yet apart from that one loan signing obviously I mentioned that Moyes was at the Euros which obviously is there to do a job. I think he was scouting for Scotland, uh, which we all know how that ended. Um, not very well, so apologies to our Scottish followers. And still probably crying over that. Um, but I Congratulations think, on that nil-nil win, by the way. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, but I think the fact that, you know, not brought anyone in at the moment is kind of a worry. And the fact that We've been linked with obviously centre back striking near enough every single position. Yeah, we've not actually signed anyone permanently. It, yeah, Whereas I think I think we more. now, after obviously Newcastle have signed Joe Willock, we're the only club that haven't made a permanent transfer yet. Yep. Which for me is a massive, massive worry. It's ridiculous given we had one of our best ever Premier League. Well, our best ever Premier League season yeah. last year. What what are they doing? What are they waiting for? I don't like. Do you know, I I've spoken to the, I've spoken about this to my mate as well, who's up, yeah. my mate's an Everton fan, and I spoke to him about it. And I think it's the fact that the owners are thinking we've done so well with this squad that we had last season. We don't need to invest. Yeah. We don't need to invest, and that's that's the biggest worry, and that's what I think. Yeah, I think that's the owners' mindset. At the, well, is the owner's mindset the moment yeah. the word that I'm looking it's for? Worrying because we've got European football, so why are we not going out and getting players that exactly? And we've not we've not even spent the money that we've got, the little money that we've got for Anderson. We've not spent the money from Anderson. We've still got money from Haller. I think um, so, have we? No, because didn't we spend it on um, Ben Rama? No, I don't think so. I thought we did. I thought we spent that on. I thought we spent Haller, Haller, and what do you call it? Money go on. Uh, Darren Garner money. 
We've still got the doing Garner money. We're owed money by West Brom. Um, yeah, I think moving on from that, we'll just we'll go through some like positions that we've gone for. We'll talk about some names and what's happened and how inevitably the moves have broken down. So I think we'll start at centre back. This saga has been going on for as long as the Maxi Gomez, the William Carvalho, the Lacazette, the Batshuayi. It's been but honestly, it's basically, it's basically is a Maxi Gomez saga. Yeah, it's been even more frustrating because we've had a deal agreed with the club for ages and the player. So the player we're talking about is obviously Nikola Milenkovic. I think I've spoken about him before. I think you have as well. Yeah. He's my dream centre-back signing. And we've, we've, we've basically done it. And they've messed it up because they're refusing to pay agent fees. The agent fee is a bit, I think it's 3 million euros. And they're refusing to pay that. I think that's ridiculous. 3 yeah. million euros to not get like a fantastic centre-back is an absolute mockery. And we've just let the deal. We just saw a table. We've let the deal last collapse. year that said that we are we pay the most agent fees. I'm sure we do. Yeah, I think I saw that as the well. Eighth most agent fee we paid. So this is for. Give me a second. This is from uh, right. So 2008 to 2018, we paid 51 million. In uh, agent fees, that's shocking. Uh, that is more than well, most teams in the Premier League. Premier League. So Manchester United, eighty-five million. So there is a massive, there's a massive gap between us and Newcastle United. So Newcastle United, for comparison, spent thirty-seven point three five million. Then yeah. Sunderland spent thirty-two point two three. We know where they are now. Yeah. And Everton spent 42 million. And then Villa spent 22. Now look at the business that Villa have done. They've done absolutely extraordinary in this window. Yeah. No Leicester. doubt about them. I'm very jealous of Villa and Leicester for what they've done yeah. this summer. They've had phenomenal windows. And I think Leicester are closing on Vestergaard as well. Yeah, no, that's done. They've agreed. Oh, it. Done they've, deal now? It's been announced, yeah. And that's interesting, that is, because Leicester weren't after a centre-back. Then Fofana gets injured for the rest of the season and they wrap up a deal to sign a new centre-back within a week. Done. Exactly. It's taken us months to it's, get this. It basically uh, means that I feel sorry on that part for Johnny Evans then because that basically means that they weren't willing to use Johnny Evans. <clears throat> yeah. With uh at centre-back. Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's a good option to have, to have yeah. more, isn't it? But yeah, so we had the deal agreed for Milenkovic and this agent fee is held it up and held it up and it stalled. And apparently we're now looking at different options and Spurs are going for him now. So I'm going to be absolutely livid if we don't go back in for him and just get it done. And if he goes, or if he goes to Spurs, I'm going to be, I'll be fuming. Um, We'll be missing out on a phenomenal talent and he would really, really improve our back line. Yeah, I agree. I think... Because what formation would we play, though? That's the issue. Would we play it's five the at the back or four? Like, Do you think we play four or five? It depends on who we're playing. Fair enough. 
I think we normally play four at the back, but then we'll go five at the back whenever Masuaku is fit and we can uh, and we're playing against a like a city or someone like that. Yeah. Yes, very very annoying. But if this Milenkovic deal doesn't happen, then there's uh, there is other targets out there. Like they're not as good as Milenkovic, but some names that have been mentioned are Nat Phillips from Burnley for about five. No, sorry, 10 to 15 million pounds. He'd be all right, be a good signing. Um, there was someone else. Who was it? Joe Worrell was on the list. South oh, I like Joe Worrell. Yeah, Joe Worrell was all right. There's some good options, but Milenkovic, the deal was about 14 million pounds. That's a bargain. That needs to, we need to sort that up. And fingers crossed, we just bite the bullet and pay the fee because fans are getting really. Well, we are, and other people are getting really pissed off now, I must say. It is a, it's a joke. Um, and to make matters worse, today we have just agreed a deal to send Frederic, Frederic Alves on loan to Sunderland. So we've now got even less centre-backs, and Ogbonna's injured, so we now have two fit centre-backs for a squad that's going to be playing... Europa League football, oh, FA got, Cup football. We've got, who, who's injured, like? So we've got Ogbonna, Dawson. Ogbonna's oh. injured. Oh, is Ogbonna injured? How long for? I don't know. For a couple of weeks, I think. So we've got Dawson, Diop and Reed, yeah? Mm, I don't think we're going to have Reed. Still on books. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. But it's just a shame that we've not got that depth and I think Letting Alves go when I think he had a decent preseason as well. He I don't did, know. Yeah. did he play against Atalanta? I think he came on a little for a little bit. He came on with Baptiste as well. Yeah. So as you mentioned, we kind of have because that's really a position that we don't really have come through the academy, is it really centre back? We've never really had a strong centre back come through our academy. Yeah, you can say Declan Rice was there when he started, but yeah. This is annoying because we're not going to be. I don't think they what they're looking to strengthen so that we're not going to. It's going to be hard for us to have a good Europa League run. Like now, because we've got no squad depth, so it's. Let's let's really just hope good. that we get a good draw in the Europa League. We've got hope so. If we get if we get an insanely like difficult draw, then. Would you rather have a difficult draw and experience a decent side? Well, yeah, we spoke about this before. Go the easy draw? I'd rather get the easy draw and then go through and play the big boys. Fair enough. Yeah. But, yeah, moving on from that, we... Strikers, striker target. We have one striker, and that's Antonio. We all know Antonio will get injured. It's not if, it's when. And... The striker has been the number one target since we sold Haller. It's been seven, eight months since we sold Haller. We've had that entire time to look for a striker, get a deal agreed, and we've still not done it. We have failed to do so. Every single striker target we've had has gone elsewhere. Exactly. So the, the main target has been Tammy Abraham for the entire window. We've not even made a single bid for him. Not one. We've not even inquired. Like, we've just sat there and let him go. He's, apparently, they've accepted a bid from Roma, and but he wants to go to Arsenal. So he's either going to go to Arsenal or 
Roma. or Roma. So we've just let that deal go because we won't offer him wages. That's irritating. We were then after Danny Ings. He just signed for Aston Villa completely out of the blue because we wouldn't pay Southampton what they wanted. Another one bites the dust. Mm-hmm. Adam Armstrong, who we both liked, has just gone to Southampton for about £15 million. Good deal. Another one gone. Uh, are there any I'm missing? Dear. Ooh, idea. Went to Villarreal. I'm heartbroken. Yeah. Uh, we've not gone for Patrick Schick. Um, there's someone else, I think. Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony, but no, I think no one was going to go for him because Brentford, they don't want to sell him now. Eddie and Ketia. Uh, yeah, no, I'm happy about that. I don't like Nketiah. I don't want him. <laughs> I don't think Nketiah would be good for West Ham anyway. Um, the other one, Belotti. 15 million he's available for, and we're still not doing anything. That is someone we have to go for now, in my opinion. Where's Belotti been linked with as well? Hasn't he been linked with someone else? I think a couple of people. He was linked with Roma, but now they've gone for Abraham. Yeah, it's it's very, very disappointing. And we we will not be able to deal with just Antonio up top this season. We won't. I it, it won't work because he will get injured. He's a Jamaican international now. So they've got the gold cup, haven't they? And they've got they've still got qualifiers and stuff like that to play. So if he gets called up, he's going to have so many games to play and he will get injured. Exactly. It's like, come on, can we get business done? Like, you know. The Premier League starts soon. We're not going to have him for the Premier League start. We have nine, 18 days till the window closes. We've just got to get on our knees and pray that they actually just kick into action, go and get someone because we're going to, we will pay the price if we don't. So, you know what? I almost said, why don't we go for Josh King? But then realised that he's at Watford. Gone to Watford. With the eight other strikers that Watford have at the moment. They have eight and we have one. How does we, that work? We have Troy Deeney. Just take anyone else. Give us Andre Gray. <laughs> oh, Any, anyone will do at this point. Uh, yeah, literally anyone. I don't care. If they, if I wasn't, I was against Abdullah Sima. If Seema comes in, I'll be happy. I I just want but somebody. I was going to say, a little bird's told me that you are actually a striker. I am a striker, yeah. West Ham, sign me up. I've heard, the, I've heard that the form's not very good, though, Jack. Uh, that's not relevant. Um, uh, what, what's anyway, moving quickly on. Oh, huh? I said the form's pretty relevant at the moment, is it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, Jesse Lingard. That. This has been a saga we've been talking about as well. It didn't look like he was going to come back, but there's been some slight change in hope in that because um, United are now willing to sell him for £20 million. So that's the price we were looking at. I still don't think we're going to pay it because, you know, David Sullivan. Um, but I'm interested to ask you this. Do you think he will actually come back? Because... I know he wants to have a go at United, but there were things coming out saying that he would prefer a move abroad than to come back to us. I don't understand that. Um, but what do you I think? Know. I think sometimes, like, obviously, players need a change. Yeah. And a change from where their surroundings and stuff. 
And I think I saw a top spot interview, I can't remember if it was, where he was like, oh, I'm sure Lingard wants to play 15 games at United over a season compared to 36 in the season for us. Yeah, that was it. Like, sorry, but that's a lot of Like, that man is an absolute muppet. It's like, sorry, he, but he wants to play first in football and he's scoring goals as well for us. That's the thing. Exactly. He's scoring goals, like, come on. It is, yeah. I, I don't know whether it'll come back. Um, is it the price tag, though? 30 million, right? I think it's 20 now. Is it 20? 20 now. That's payable. That's doable. But they wouldn't pay that before. So why are they going to pay it now? But we missed out on the Lingard replacements. Sorry, Lingard was in quotation marks there. Like, we were trying to get Mateus Pereira. He turned us down to go to Qatar. So, no, was it Saudi Arabia? Sorry. So we've lost out on him. That was annoying. Um, so, yeah, Lingard we need to go for. But I will say, if we don't get Lingard, but we sign a striker, a centre-back and other positions, I'll be happy because the form of Ben Rama has been sublime. I think Ben Rama, in that cam role, will do, will do amazing for us this year. Oh, we could have... Um, OK, obviously we've got Ben Rama and then we could have... Um, what do you call it as well? Go on. Uh, four Niles there. We've got Four Niles, Lanzini, and Ben Rama, who can all play in that attacking midfield position. Yeah, exactly. I would play Ben Rama there and then stick Four Niles on the left. Ben Rama. Yeah, we've got a lot of options. And I just hope that, that I, I hope that they're not thinking that because Bowen and Yarmolenko are versatile, that they can play up front. For us because they, they can but they're not strikers and I hope that's not what they're thinking but I can guarantee you it probably is yeah oh. anyway some positive news we made a signing woo nah um, we signed Alphonse Ariola on loan from PSG an 11 million pound option to buy so that's a bargain. He seems really happy to be here. He was phenomenal for Fulham last year. I'm happy with that deal. But, yeah, that's been it, really. Yeah, it's just been poor. But, yeah. it's a strong signing. Yeah. And it's a goalkeeper who we was linked with for a long time. Yeah. So, we'll discuss that situation. And we'll discuss, we'll discuss now Ariel's role. Yeah. Do you how? What do you think his role is going to be? Do you think he's going to be starting or backup? I think he'll start as backup, but then as soon as Fabianski has a shaky game or is injured, Ariola will come in and Ariola will keep his place. Do you think we'll use him for Europe or like obviously we'll use him for European games? Mm. Do you think he could possibly move into that cup squad as well? Uh, yeah, I think we'll I stick think with Rand- or do you think we'll stick with Randolph? Um... I don't know. I think for the cups, we'll use Randolph, and we'll use like I think yeah, cups Randolph, Ariola for Europa League, and then Fabianski for the league. But then that could switch around. We'll have to see what happens. Because obviously Nathan Trot's gone to France now. Yeah, Joseph Anang has gone to Stevenage, hasn't he on loan? By the way, 
Shards yeah. and Ang. What a performance the other night. Yeah, made two penalty saves in the shootout. Great game. Promising talent. Looking Lovely like a good strong keeper as well. Yeah, definitely. I think I think he'll do better than Trot. I'm not convinced by Trot. I don't think Trot's been given the first team opportunities yet. And how old is he? Like 21? Mm. Yeah, I don't think... No, yeah, I agree, but... From what I've seen, more of a, a Nang, and I like a Nang more than I like Trot. Yeah. From the little I've seen of both of them. But yeah, um, it's been a very disappointing window to sum that little bit up. We're hoping we'll get some deals done soon that we can just speak about next week. Are we optimistic? No, absolutely not. We're not. Um, but we just got to keep your fingers crossed that we can actually get something across the line because we will struggle this year if we don't. So, yeah, moving on to the Newcastle game, which which is Sunday, isn't it? At two o'clock yeah. on Sky Sports. Looking forward to it? Yeah, it's the Prem season's back. Um, yeah. I'm just looking forward to the prep season in general, really. Yeah, so am I. Do you what? What do you think? Right. What's your What's your lineup going to be for this? My lineup, right? So my lineup. Formation wise, I'm going to go four four one one. Okay. Second midfielder, left mid, right mid. Mm-hmm. Two CDMs. So goalkeeper, I'm going to go Fabianski. Yeah. It's a great or a great. Yeah, I'd probably uh, agree. I think Ariola's had much time yet. Yeah. Centre back partnership. Uh it's gonna have to be Diop and Dawson. Yeah, given yeah, given that, yeah. Uh or uh Diop and uh Diop and Creswell with Masawaka at left back. Mazawaki's not fit yet, I don't think. Oh, is he not? I thought he was fit. I, thought I, don't, I don't think so. Not match fit anyway. All right. So, Creswell left back then. So, Diop and Dawson. Obviously, Kufal at right back. Yep. Probably. Suchek, Rice in midfield. Yep. Ben Ram on the left. Mm-hmm. Bowen on the right. Yep. And I'm going to give him one, like, a few chances now. Yeah. And I feel like he had a good end. I thought he had a really good end to last season. Yeah. He's injured. But at second yeah. field, I've gone for Lanzini. Okay. You'll probably disagree with that and you'll probably go four nails on Ben Rama there. Yeah. Then, I, I would agree, but for different reasons. I'll then, tell you in a minute. Then up front, I've gone Antonio. However. Yeah. However. Right. However. <laughs> Because of how I thought he performed at the Euros, and I think he might still be injured, actually. Yeah. Is Yamo still injured? I don't think Yamo is injured. Would you give him a chance? No. Yeah? <laughs> no. Uh, I'd bring him on as a sub. Yarmolenko will be a yeah. sub for us this year. I don't think he's going to start. Yeah, Antonio. So I'll run through it again. Fabianski, Diop. Dawson, Creswell, Sufal, 
Suchek, Rice, Bowen, Benrama, Lanzini, and Antonio. That's my lineup. Four four one one. Uh, Newcastle will probably come with a probably a similar lineup. Yeah, um, I think well, have, Newcastle, as you say, have just signed Joe Willock. So their most important signing. If that's the yeah. one signing that they make, that's the most vital one that they needed, really. Definitely. So that's a bit annoying. We'll have Callum Wilson against us and all that. So if you have uh, a, if you actually have a look at Newcastle squad on paper, they're good. It's a good squad. It is yeah. a. It's that's a squad, and I'm going to say it. They can push, could push for top ten. Yeah, yeah, definitely on paper. It's not a, Steve manager. It's it's not a bad squad, and it's not a great squad. It's like it's on the verge. A couple of signings, aka centre backs. Yeah, and it's there, and maybe centre yeah, midfielders. Yeah. Which, by the way, Newcastle fans watching it, Isaac Hayden isn't better than Declan Lewis. I don't even know who Hayden is, mate. I don't know who that is. Um, Dead baller. But I think their most... The factor that will decide that game is their attacking threat. Yeah, 100%. And that, I reckon our attacking threat can match theirs. Obviously, their biggest threat is obviously St. Maximum. Yeah. Or St. Maximum, I can't remember. Our biggest threat. Their biggest threat against us is probably Wilson, in my opinion. Yeah. Because Wilson always scores against us. Because you need oh. a bit of magic, you know. Don't mention that. Anyway, shall I give you my my lineups? Go on. I. You know, I'm going to be different. I'm going to say Ariola in goal. Give him his debut. Left back Cresswell. Sorry, I'm going to say it's, we're going four-two-three-one formation. So Ariola in goal. Cress Cresswell left back. Centre backs Dawson and Diop out of. Um, because we have to now. Um, right back, Sufal, obviously. Two DMs, Rice and Suchek. Left mid, four nows. Cam, Ben Rama. Right mid, Bowen. Antonio Stryker. I think that's our best lineup. And what you were saying about Lanzini, I changed my mind because he, he changed my mind. Um, and I think Lanzini will have a big role to play this year, especially in the Europa League. I wouldn't play him as an attacking mid because I don't think he can do it anymore. Well, he can, but I think he's better suited to the holding role now. And that's where Moyes has been playing him and he's been very good there. So I like him more in that role now, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, I agree. So that would be mine. Um, what, what was your prediction for the game then? What, what score are you going for? It's opening day of the season. I'm going to go something like a keep trying, I keep nearly falling off my chair here. Um, a 2 0. I'm going to go 2 0 win to us. Mm-hmm. I think 4 0 is going to keep his form. Yeah. So 4 0 to score, and I'm going to go uh, Suchek to score. Okay. Suchek obviously to score a header because that's the only way. Yeah, to obviously. Obviously. I'm going to go. For a, a bit of a thriller here. So I'm going to go 3 2 to West Ham. Um, ben Rama, Antonio to get our goals. I reckon Antonio will get a brace and Ben Rama will get one. Um, for Newcastle's goals, I reckon be Callum Wilson and Joe Willock. 
but I think we will get the win. Ho- well, hopefully, anyway, because it'll be the, be a be a great way to end an awful week. To be honest, but yeah, those are our predictions for the Newcastle game, and I think on that. Should we move on to our predictions for the rest of the season? Yeah, I think we should. So I tweeted about this earlier. Um, so we'll talk about our Premier League uh, prediction, the Europa League, uh, the FA Cup, Carabao Cup, top goal scorer, top assister, and then player of the season. Yeah. So for me... I've put us for our Premier League finish. I've been a bit ambitious and I've said eighth because, well, I think eighth is, I'd be very happy with an eighth place finish this yeah, year. Yeah, I, well, I agree with that. I think um, yeah. it's consolidating top half. Eighth is still a good position. Um, if we can get some signings, we can definitely get that and potentially maybe squeeze up to seventh. It, it really depends. Uh, what would you say? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like that eighth, ninth, tenth spot. Yeah, I'll always maintain that tenth. I'll finish like eighth to ninth, obviously. But but just looking at the squad, the fact that it's gelled that much together. Yeah. Recently, I'm gonna have to say probably like yeah ninth. I'm gonna go ninth. Okay. I think there's teams around us that are better than us. Yeah. Yeah. Not including Spurs, obviously. Obviously not, they're all... Um, um, <clears throat> I'm going to yeah. go ninth. I'll be happy with ninth. Yeah, I wrote that. So, eighth and ninth between us. Um, so, for the Europa League, I have said, I think we'll probably go out of the round of 16. What about you? Where would you think we'll, we'll, how we'll fare in that? I agree, round of 16. I would like to go further, obviously, but round of 16 is a significant achievement for us. Um, obviously depends who we get on the group stage if we get out of the group stage that is that draw will be soon that's going to be exciting I'm looking forward to that anyway um, but yeah I think that's ambitious and realistic in my opinion um, FA Cup I've gone for us to go out at the fifth round I'd love us obviously love us to win it but I don't really see it I'm going you? I'm going quarterfinals again okay Decent, decent. Quarterfinals probably lose to someone like City or United or Liverpool. Yeah, as always. Or probably no one will look third round and we'll get beat by Wimbledon or someone. Oh, obviously. It's happened again. Um, oh, I hope not. Anyway, uh, moving on to the Carabao Cup. I've been cheeky and I've said we're going to win it. Really? Yep. I'm going quarters again. I think I'm feeling a bit less ambitious than you are. The Carabao Cup is very, very winnable. It is, but we know who's going to win it, so it's fine. Yeah, us. Um, I can dream anyway. So you're going quarterfinals again, yeah? I'm going quarterfinals, but we all know that City will probably win it again. Probably, yeah. Um, Moving on to individual stuff. So top goal scorer, I've gone with Antonio with 16 goals in all competitions. What about you? You're laughing oh, at that. Sorry, aren't you? sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, Why just are you laughing? 16 goals. Um, you know what? I'm going to go... A bit ambitious here. I'm going to go with Bowen. 
Okay. How many goals in all comps? 13. Okay. I've just said Antonio. because Maybe I... like last season, I think it's going to be shared between two seconds. I think it's going to be like a tight one like last season. Okay. Because I'm just going to remind people of the stat that our third top scorer last season was Haller with seven. I am yeah, reminding people of that. Bring him back. Bring him home. Bring him back. We shouldn't have sold him. Simple. I know. Uh, top assister. I have gone with Ben Rama and I've gone with 12 assists in all competitions. I think that's doable. Like yeah, I, I think, think Antonio's is doable as well. But I'm going to change my mind on yours. I'm going to go Creswell again. Okay. How many? Nine. All right. Nine or ten. Yeah. I can see that. And then last but not least, player of the season. And I have gone for our little Spanish wizard, Pablo Fornals. And I'm going to go for a shock here. Hey. I'm going to go for... I really hope I'm out on this. I'm going to go Issa Diop. Yeah. I think I'd this like... is the time. I think this is the season when he's going to click. I hope so. His first season was just phenomenal. He you was so first season. Get that defensive he... mentality on point. He was so good that season. If he can if he can do that, then yes, yeah. please. Fair enough. Yeah, but those are those are our predictions for the uh the upcoming season. Feel free to comment uh, your predictions on the Talking Irons Twitter and you can compare them to ours. And we'll go back to them at the end of the season and see how how badly we've done. But yeah, I think have you got anything else to speak about or should we wrap this up for today? Uh, I think that's it for today, really. Yeah. Not there is a, there's a lot to talk about, but also stuff we've already covered, you know, what I mean with transfers. But yeah, uh hopefully we'll get some new deals done over the line soon and we can talk about that next week. And obviously we hopefully we get the win and the three points gets Newcastle. So thank you very much for listening, everybody. Make sure to subscribe. Aha. Subscribe. Follow. Come on. So thank you very much for listening, everybody. Make sure to uh so thank you so much for listening, everybody. Make sure to follow the Talking Irons podcast on Twitter. Make sure to listen to all of our other podcasts. And yeah, come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. <laughs>